Welcome back to Placements, a student survival guide in RCN Magazine's audio series. This is our third and final instalment on all things placement. I'm Rachel Healy, Senior Writer and Digital Content Editor for RCN Magazines, and I'm joined by Dr. Sharon Black, the RCN's Professional Lead for Education and Leadership. Sharon has worked in higher education for nearly 20 years at four different universities, so has plenty of wisdom to pass on. Today, she's going to help answer some of your questions on the vital issue of what to do if you have concerns while you're on placement. Why should you raise them? How should you raise them? And what support is available? Sharon, to start, please could you highlight what sort of concerns should be raised by a student on placement? I think one of the first things to say is that raising concern for lots of students can be one of the hardest things that that they will ever do but to recognise the reasons why you are doing that. What's the purpose of you doing that? And raising concerns is about protecting people in your care, protecting your colleagues and protecting yourself for various different reasons. I've had experience of students raising lots of different concerns in the past, and that could range from staffing issues, I'm not getting my breaks, could range from I'm really concerned about what I've just seen in practice, is this normal, isn't it? You know, is it a concern? So it could be a whole whole range of things, but, you know, relating to environments, the people, the organisation, you know, so, so the list potentially does go on. But equally, the severity of those sorts of um, concerns from someone spoken to them in a certain way, they don't know you know, is this acceptable or not, or have felt this was unacceptable, to whole kind of um, incidents where potentially um, someone has been harmed as a result of care or lack of care that's been given. Brilliant, thank you. And you touched on this a little bit, but why should students raise concerns? Again, I think it's about um, the people that are involved in that concern, but it's also about your duty of care. When you look at the NMC code, it's about those, you know, around promoting professionalism and trust so that people in your care and your colleagues will know that you are there for them and you're there to protect their well-being, their interests, but also preserving safety. So making sure that you're prioritising those people through making sure that that environment is safe. So it's about the people, but also about your professional code that you've signed up to, you know, day one of your your course that you will abide by through the rest of your career. And what about the practicalities of reporting? How do students report concerns and who should they report their concerns to? I think the first thing to say is do not keep it to yourself. Don't mull on it. Talk to someone as soon as possible. I've come across a lot of students in the past who are frightened to raise concerns because of any impact it might have back on them as an individual. I'm going to fill my placement if I raise a concern. I'm going to, you know, get into trouble if I raise a concern. But first thing to do, go and talk to someone about it. Go and speak to your personal tutor or speak to um, next time a, a member of the, the, you know, the team from the university come and talk to you. Talk over it with one of your peers to start with, but don't keep it to yourself because it will start to bother you if you do. Depending on what the issue is, obviously, can it be dealt with immediately? So 
if something's just happened, can you go to your supervisor and say, oh, I'm really worried about what I've just seen? It could be, you know, it is an actual concern or it might just be that you don't understand what you've just seen. Is it actually a concern? Is it, you know, this nurse was being mean to this chap because she was making him do his pyjamas up by himself and he was really struggling? Well, actually, that could be part of the rehab. So it's looking at the purpose, what actually happened, and I think asking those questions first. Um, the, your university will have a raising concerns process. They may differ slightly from one university to the next, but the NMC are really clear that uh, universities should have this process in place. So I think one of the things to do before you go on to place them is to familiarise yourself with that raising concerns policy so that you know what steps to take in order to, to raise that concern. If it does come to the stage where it's becoming really difficult, your university might offer to move you from that placement to another placement to enable that to happen, particularly if it's something really severe that's involved, you know, that, that numerous parties might end up being involved in, to protect you, to enable you to be there to learn, not worry every day about what's going to happen when I go on to placement. Yeah, great yeah. point. Thank you. And what if students are feeling totally overwhelmed and they need emotional support? With raising a concern, yeah. I think go for that support. Mm-hmm. Speak to people, speak to the to your university. You'll probably have um, a role that's lead for practice within the university. Go and speak to them, your personal tutor. Again, access student services who can also provide you with that support. But I have to say, generally speaking, raising concerns, although they've been really difficult to start with, have have always um, resulted in a really positive outcome, even though it might have been traumatic to go through it. And I think if you get into the habit of not raising concerns and you you don't expose yourself to that, what we don't want for you is to become a registered nurse and you keep seeing things and you keep being frightened of doing it because then nothing will improve or change. So I think a concern, raise it while it's small before it escalates and, and gets some be something bigger. Yes, yeah. that's great advice. We do also have the RCN Counselling Service, which is available to all student members, um, which you can access if you are feeling overwhelmed. Um, what if students follow these steps and the issue is still not resolved? Can the RCN provide support in that case? Absolutely. And I think, you know, some students may feel comfortable contacting the RCN to start with just because completely impartial and then just give advice on, have you spoken to this person? Have you spoken to that person? You know, what what support have, have you had for that? I think the other thing to remember is raising concerns and whether you're a student or a registrant may not always result in the outcome that you think should happen for various different reasons. But I think that's something that you kind of learn as you you go along should not put you off raising that concern. And for sometimes it takes a long time to address something and there may be some HR issues that are going on within that particular placement that can't be discussed with you for confidentiality reasons. So sometimes just because you're not seeing something happen doesn't mean that there's not lots of work going on behind the scenes. But I would always ask for feedback as to, 
you know, has has this been taken further? I don't need any details, but just so that I know that I haven't raised it in vain. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important thing to do. Yes, definitely. And what about bullying and harassment specifically? What should a student do if they experience or witness this? I think it's, again, it's having that conversation because it's it's having that real understanding of what does bullying mean? What does harassment mean? So, you know, for example, if you've got a supervisor that's always asking you lots of questions and challenging you and making you think, actually that's what they should be doing but it may feel really overwhelming and it may be that you know my supervisor's asking me lots of questions and really challenging my learning but my mate who's on a different placement isn't getting that from their supervisor so I'm not saying that it isn't bullying harassment but that's why you need to talk to somebody and again the RCN would be a really good place to come for that support um you know is this am I being bullied is this harassment? What does it actually mean? And I think really understanding the meanings of those just is, a, is a really good start. But absolutely talk about it. it. Bullying and harassment is not acceptable under any circumstances. And it absolutely has to be addressed. Because if, if you allow low-level bullying and harassment and, you know, or incivility not you know the way you speak to people if you allow that to continue nothing will ever change and you know we should be working in environments that address bullying and harassment quickly and continuously so that it so that it doesn't go on and on and on and on and we absolutely need to make sure we are working in teams that promote inclusivity at all times brilliant thank you And finally, is there anything else that you think nursing students need to know about raising concerns? I think just going back to um, what I said earlier, it is really hard to do, but you're doing it for the right reasons. And I think I would encourage everyone to really think about their code, really think about, you know, it takes a lot of courage to raise a concern, regardless of whether it's a small concern, a big concern, or whatever the concern may be. I think you're demonstrating that, yes, you belong on the NMC register. You deserve to be a registered nurse if you show that courage to raise concerns. Sharon, thank you for joining us today. If you want to find out more about raising and escalating concerns, visit rcn.org.uk slash raising concerns. You can also find all of our student magazine features at rcn.org.uk slash studentsmag and that includes a feature for students on raising concerns called Help, I'm Out of My Depth. You can also listen to the first two episodes of our series now.